Welcome Queens to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. Thank you for investing in yourself with your time and attention today. And to those of you who don't know me, I'm Victoria. I'm a certified transformation coach and I'm mastered in helping women to break free from disordered eating and body image issues. After spending over 20 years in the diet binge cycle and hating my body, I discovered that self-love is the core and foundation to anything and everything. I now teach women how to love themselves from the inside out whilst also focusing on food freedom and body image. So let's get started. Welcome Queens, another episode of Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. Thank you for choosing me to be in your ear today. Today I have a special guest with me. She's been on the podcast before. I just loved everything what she shared and today we're going to dive deeper into her wisdom, her intuition and her expertise. So I have with me today Joanna and Joanna is a sacred feminine embodiment coach and mentor She guides women back into their bodies to cultivate self-love, pleasure, and to overcome blocks that are preventing them from living their lives with a deeper sense of purpose and soul. And Joanna hosts lives, events, and workshops, and she offers sacred feminine one-to-one coaching and mentorship. So without further ado, I give to you Joanna. Joanna, I'm so grateful you're sharing your time with us again today, and welcome. Hi, Victoria, and thank you so much for having me here today. Oh, it's a truly, a truly honor, honestly. I would love to start with your story and like how you ended up doing what you do today, if you could share. Yes. So um, I got into this work around seven years ago Mm -hmm. when I first ended up in a Tantra retreat. Um, And it was in that moment that my whole life started to change. So before that, I've been mainly diving into spiritual practices that were separating the body and the sexual from the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Uh, But with Tantra, I started to ground into my body in a new way. And I finally started to come home to myself. So this new experience became my drive to continue to explore Tantra and embodiment. And I ended up participating in a lot of different workshops, retreats, courses and trainings. And I fell in love with feminine practices that awakened my sensual sensual side and made me fall deeper in love with myself and honor my feminine essence and my body. So I really felt that by diving into this work, I started to awaken my feminine power and from that place, it just naturally became a part of my life and something that I felt really inspired to also uh, start sharing with other women. Oh, that is so beautiful. And I'm going to ask a question because I'm not sure myself, so I'm not sure the listeners, they might know, they might not know. Where, yeah. Why is Tantra different to practices that um, we may be aware of already, like meditation, grounding? Like what exactly is Tantra, Joanna? Mm-hmm. With Tantra, we kind of like include everything. So in many other spiritual traditions, we have been taught to separate uh, spirituality from sexuality and separate our bodies from 
the divine. But in Tantra, we kind of include all of that. So um, we include the sexual and we include um, the body. And we look at that as part of, of our spiritual journey as well to cultivate a healthy and sacred relationship to our sexuality because our sexuality is the foundation of who we are. Like we all came to this planet through sex. So it's such an essential aspect of who we are. I love what you said about bringing the body into everything because throughout my work and of course our journey is never ending. We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always diving into deeper things that are meant for us at the right time. What I've learned throughout my training and things is I used to be all about mindset only. Like, you know, mind, our mind is so powerful and our mind creates our thoughts, which then creates our feelings and then our actions and behaviors and our reality, etc. But if we forget to actually embody who we want to become, not just keep it in our mind like that in the word embodiment the way you were talking about that through tantra like really resonated with me because it's bringing all of who you are into who you want to become isn't it yes exactly wow i love that and and when you say like erotic um, empowerment and feminine embodiment do you mean specifically focusing on feminine energy or do you do you use or bring in masculine energy like throughout your practices at all I actually do that and I mean I'm all about cultivating the feminine in particular since I work with women I think it's really important for us to start to cultivate um, a new relationship to our feminine bodies and to our feminine essence but I also feel that it's really important for us to have a healthy relationship to masculine energy so I definitely do also include some integration work with balancing the feminine and the masculine because I feel that we need both to feel whole from within. But mainly my work is about supporting women to feel empowered to express their sensual and erotic energy without any shame or holding back. Because I feel that when we start to allow our energy or erotic energy to flow through us and we feel that our erotic energy is something sacred and holy and innocent in its essence, uh, we start to reclaim this part of ourselves and we start to tap into our innate power. But but yeah, definitely, we we also need to cultivate a healthy relationship to, to masculine energy if we are really going to be in our true power as women. Oh, I just love that. And I also love what you said that we came to this world through sex. And the word that you used um, around like women are shameful of, of this, like let's truly embody where we came from and who we are with no shame, fear or guilt around it, which I have and I'm working on a lot of shame around self-pleasure and, you know, standing in my power as a woman because we've, as women, as a as a culture, we've been suppressed for so long where we yeah. used to be worshipped and then... I don't know what changed witches got burnt and witches in all in all aspects of really of life are what we are like light workers Mm. yeah crazy and I would love to ask you to give us I know in um, what you have to offer right now I'm sure we're going to go into that as this podcast goes on but the three 
stages of what you teach in your um one-to-one coach in erotic rose is well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i'm gonna ask you to give us a few teasers into what each stage is and then what what to expect in each stage yeah i would love to share a bit about that so my erotic rose mentorship is a three month long one-on-one um program and I'm actually guiding my clients through these three stages so month one is the stage one which is awaken Uh, month two is the stage two which is release and month three is the stage three which is embody so in the first month which I call awaken it's really a journey of starting to guide my clients into awakening and cultivating a deeper relationship to their feminine essence and to come home to their bodies and to start to feel that their bodies is like a sacred temple. So we work a lot with activating new pleasure pathways in the body and to kind of ground into the body, like coming home from, you know, being a lot, spending a lot of time up in our mind mm-hmm. and coming more deeply down in the body and into the lower chakras. Because in the lower chakras, you know, we have so much potent feminine energy that just waiting for us to start to cultivate it and awaken it inside of us so this is like the first month is all about awakening and like setting the you know uh, intention for this three-month journey Uh, and in this month we work a lot with um, the lover archetype which is an archetype that is deeply connected to beauty love and pleasure So in the second uh, uh, month, which I call release, it's more about looking deeper at patterns and beliefs that we may hold around fully expressing and owning our sexual energy. Uh, So I guide my clients into practices like inner child work, subconscious reprogramming and shadow integration to really create a new way of relating to your inner power and to your desires so that you can feel more empowered in yourself. And in this month, we also work a lot with awakening the priestess archetype, which is an archetype that is really connected to our inner power and to our ability to heal ourselves and our whole feminine lineage, which is connected to what you just shared around everything that we have been going through for so long, like on a, on a collective level around the feminine and around being in our power. So in this month, we really start to work with awakening the priestess within so that we can reclaim that aspect of ourselves. And in the third month, we dive into the stage which I call embody. Uh, and in this month, I guide my clients into deeper embodiment of their higher selves. They're in a queen frequency. And we also do a lot of work here around balancing the inner feminine with the masculine, which I shared with you before, which mm-hmm. from my experience is a very important part and that we need to, to do some work around if we are going to feel really whole from within. We also dive deeper into your desires so that you can create your life using your sexual energy and channeling it into all areas of your life and into the desires that you want to create for yourself. Uh, And we also do work around activating your soul gifts so that you can bring them forward and share them with the world. In the third stage, we really work with 
you know, activating the queen and queen frequency where we feel fully empowered in our feminine energy and equally balanced with our masculine. So we can step out there and share our gifts with the world from a deeply integrated and whole place within. Wow. So I'm, I'm assuming we need a balance of all of these things, which is why you've chosen that specific order to go through them as well. But if you had to not necessarily choose one, but what is your like favorite one to go through, like either with your clients or for yourself? Have you got a favorite? Oh, yeah. I don't really have a favorite, to be honest, because I love all of them. And I feel that all of them are really important Mm -hmm. uh, because we can't really get anywhere if we're not going into like awakening first of all like we need to start awakening we need to get into it like to understand what it means to feel embodied understand what it means to to express your feminine essence and to feel uh, empowered doing that and we also from my experience if we are going to fully step into our power and share all of our gifts and our purpose with the world we also need to go through a period where we release anything that has been holding us back until now so that the the stage of releasing is also very very important and from that place I feel that what naturally happens when we have been shedding skin and we've been releasing everything that has been holding us back we naturally want to step out there and you know share who we are with the world so the third stage is also really important so I feel all of them are really important and I feel all of them have uh, beautiful gifts and magic in it so I can't really choose which one I like the best (laughs) (laughs) I, I thought that might be the answer I just thought I love the word queen, but of course I've not gone through. I am, by the way, everyone listening, going to go through this process with Joanna. She's going to be my coach. So I'm so excited for this. So I will share what I learn. Let's talk about um, struggles then. What struggles, if any, have you personally faced with the work that you do? Yes. So uh, that's probably also one of the main reasons why I feel so passionate about this work and about sharing this work, because, yeah, I have been going through a lot of struggles myself around this. So for many years, I gave away my power in many areas of my life, but in particular when it came to sex. So I didn't know my boundaries and I didn't feel like sexuality was something sacred. Mm -hmm. I often had sex just for the sake of it or to please a man. And I have been experiencing sexual trauma as well and a deep disconnection from my body. So this is the reason why I fell so much in love with this work, because it really supported me to uh, embody a completely new template around being a woman, around being in a feminine body, around honoring my um, cyclic energy as a woman, you know, starting to reconnect to my menstrual cycle and to the different phases that we go through every month as, you know, we are women. And that was also a big part for me to reclaim the sacredness of my menstruation, of my menstrual cycle, which was something that I was hating as well for many, many years and had a lot of um, struggles with, uh, with my men- menstrual cycle. Like I was sharing with you earlier, I was on the spiritual path for many years before I specifically dived into this embodiment work and sacred sexuality. And Although I felt it was really beautiful to opening up my higher chakras to understand about 
you know, cosmic energy and feeling connected to, to the divine and to God, uh, I always felt like something was missing. And that piece that was missing, it was this, you know, part of coming home to myself, coming home to my body, coming home to this temple and feeling that the spiritual and the sexual was merging together as one. And that I feel have been, yeah, what have really been healing me on my journey. Oh, I love that so much. And you, you was one of the queens that helped me to connect with my own cycle as well, because I remember you sending me um, some advice and some help around like the cycles. And then you, you taught me the names of them. Like we have the winter when we start bleeding and then of course spring and then summer and then autumn. And I'm, I'm actually just in my autumn now. So hmm. it's extra self-care. It's a little bit extra sleep. When I work out, it's like low impact. Yeah. And I plan my calendar, my whole schedule around my moon cycle and it has literally changed my life. <laughs> wow, I'm so happy to hear that uh, because, yeah, definitely that's, that's exactly why I'm so passionate about this because I really feel that it has been the same journey for me and with so many women that I've been working with and I'm so happy to hear that. We are women, we are cyclic and our feminine essence is not static and the more we understand that about ourselves the more uh, we are going to bloom like blossom from within so thank you for sharing that I'm so happy to hear (laughs) thank you for sharing your wisdom with me because as you mentioned that you used to feel that way it used to be an inconvenience and Mm. all of the things and then I don't think I've updated you and I don't mind my listeners listening because I'm very open all the time but I think when we last spoke I had um a copper coil copper spiral as Mm -hmm. my um I can't think of the word but as my contraception that's the word and but then about two months ago it just didn't feel right I just had a an inner knowing that I just needed to have it taken out and just be like 100% natural and the day that I had that out I felt lighter I felt just it's hard to describe I just felt right and then my period my moon cycle since then has not been painful at all and I used to suffer so much with PMS and cramps and it was it was almost like I couldn't even get off the sofa sometimes it was so painful I mean that is a side effect of a copper spiral but now I just use the app natural cycles where you take your temperature every morning and you have like a red day when to use contraception or whether to just abstain. And it's one of the best things I've ever done. Like I feel so connected with myself when I'm having like a really low body image day. It's almost always in my autumn (laughs) when my hormones are changing. It's, it's amazing building the relationship with myself. So thank you for leading me down that path. It's, it's changed my life. It really has. And do you still experience any struggles with the work that you do, Joanna? Mm, Well, in one way, but I don't really struggle in the same way as I did before, Mm -hmm. uh, because I do have uh, tools that helps me uh, when things come up. But of course, I can still have days where feeling uncomfortable in my body and not feeling that I am in my body. 
But when that happens, um, I dive into these feminine practices that I teach other people and I do that with myself. And that always helps me to anchor back into myself and into my body and, you know, simple things like just putting a hand over my heart, a hand over my womb and just breathing and speaking kind words to myself, you know, that can really help in moments where I, for example, might be hard on myself or when my inner critic takes over. Yeah. And I've actually got my hand on my heart now as you've said that. And just the words that you said about putting your hand on your heart, being compassionate, giving yourself love and kind words, that just feels warm and bubbly and loving. And that's all we desire. And that's actually ultimately who we are as well, isn't it? Just love and compassion and empathy. Exactly. Sometimes it's, it's really simple, like to doing an embodiment practice. It doesn't even have to be so complicated. It's just to feel your hands on your body and just, you know, breathing and just anchoring into yourself, just being aware of what you, where you're sitting and just grounding back into yourself. Yeah. And what I've started to do recently as well is I absolutely love my hair being played with. Like I, I would literally have someone play with my hair for like hours on end every day. Um, my fiance doesn't particularly enjoy doing it, which is a bit sad, but then I just play with my own hair now. And so I literally (laughs) sit and purposefully, consciously, like mindfully just, I mean, it doesn't feel as nice as if someone else does it, but I give myself that simple pleasure of like having my hair played with. And that's something I've never even really gave myself permission to do before. And it's just the little things you know Mm, giving ourselves 10 minutes if people have children like before the kids get up just to sit and be with yourself for 10 minutes exactly so I would love to move on to self-pleasure which I'm very excited to explore as we go into coaching together Joanna but is self-pleasure a part of the homework in your programs and do you advocate self-pleasure Yes, I do. So self-pleasure is part of uh, my program. Um, So the whole uh, three-month journey includes a lot of different self-pleasure practices. And not all of those practices are, you know, self-pleasure practices where you're actually touching your vagina, but it's like pleasure, like through conscious touch and just being intimate with yourself, basically. But yeah, it's definitely a big part of the program. I'm excited for that then. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I was going to ask the question, why do you think women feel so much shame around self-pleasure? But I mean, we've spoke about that briefly. It's, It's the culture, isn't it? It's the way, I mean, sex is everywhere. Sex sells it. You turn on the TV, it's even on like, um, when people do like a pop song, even aimed at children, like it's, it's there, it's everywhere. Yet the second a woman like expresses her sexual energy in the way she desires she's called a slut or a whore (laughs) yeah it is this uh you know the virgin whore split that is like part of the culture you know that we are living in that you know a woman that is fully expressing her sexuality she is viewed as a slut and therefore many of us shut down and we don't feel comfortable with expressing our sexuality because we don't want to be viewed as a slut and you know self-pleasure and sexuality is so shamed in our society oh yeah I love that so much and when I grew up at school we did sex education but it was literally learning about 
a penis and a vagina and basically how women are different in that way and that was and then we have a period and that's it literally was it I didn't learn anything about pleasure or self-pleasure or or women in like orgasms because we can have more than one type of orgasm Hmm. I didn't learn any of that and so of course you go quote behind closed doors and just talk about it with your friends and I remember for so long like when I was growing up and I was exploring all of this stuff I didn't even know if I'd had an orgasm or not and I was too scared to ask anyone or talk about it and I was just like well have I or haven't I like I had no idea I had nobody to talk to about this stuff it's shameful purely because we don't even talk about it as a start yeah exactly so that's definitely where we need to start. So having this conversation now is, is really good. Yeah. Uh, the, the feminine is rising. Like, I really feel that. And I, like, I have an inner knowing. And I know you do as well, Joanna. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would like to move on and talk about yoni eggs and crystals and wands and things like that. So I know you recommend yoni eggs. Do you have any wands as well yes <laughs> I have a lot of different uh, crystal wands and glass ones myself um, and I think that uh, both uh, crystal and glass ones are a really beautiful way to start to explore self-pleasure crystals have you know of course also a lot of healing properties which makes them really ideal for this practice you know mm-hmm. uh, I personally have a really beautiful uh, clear quartz wand and a black obsidian wand Um, But they come in all kinds of different crystals. You know, you can just intuitively feel which one feels called to work with. So it's a fantastic Yes, I now have a yoni egg and I'm going to treat myself to... uh, It's called a sacred squirter. It's like a... You know, like an octopus leg or whatever you want it. Like an octopus thing, tentacle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It looks a little bit like that with all like the little tentacles on it's like curved yes I've Uh, seen this one it's beautiful yeah I really want to like experiment with that because I think I have a lot of numbness like around that I mean I'm still learning all about this and I can't wait to dive deeper together but I'm I do think using the sacred squirter because it's not I mean it's an epic name but it's not just about that is it it's about but it's about getting the sensation back and massaging your yoni and all of the other things not just having an orgasm and squirting it's that it's actually a lot of difference around that yeah yeah I feel that these ones are different than like regular dildos or um vibrators for example in a way that they the intention behind them is is more around sexual healing so of course, like the sacred squirter, like if you work with the, this one over time, then you can experience amazing squirting orgasms. But also just to resynthesize the yoni, because there are a lot of uh, re- reflexology zones inside of the yoni. And often when we have been exploring sex when we were younger, we might have been with partners that didn't really know what they were doing and we didn't know what what our bodies really liked. And Sometimes we need to like just get to know our yoni from start, you know, and these ones are an amazing way, amazing tool to do that. Yeah, it's a really beautiful tool for sexual healing. Wow. 
And I'm sure many listeners, actually, I'm just taking this for granted, will be thinking, just tell me what a yoni egg is. What is a yoni egg? So I'll leave that to you. Mm. So yoni egg is a crystal egg that you put inside of your vagina. And you do practices, exercises with this egg inside. And what this does is that this egg is massaging inside of your vagina, as I was just sharing. Um, and it starts to bring circulation and blood flow to your to your vagina and it supports you to become more orgasmic and to you know awaken more of your beautiful erotic and sensual energies yes I have one I don't have any I don't do anything with it apart from put it inside me at the moment I'm sure that will change when we start working together but what I mean, I just love having it in. Like I've got three different crystals, so I choose whichever I feel. And I often sleep in it, mm. which gives me really amazing dreams and I sleep so well. The best thing about it that has helped me build my relationship up with my Yoni is the fact that I, on purpose, I ordered a Yoni egg with no string. So I was like, right, do you know what? I'm just going to trust that I can you know, get it out when I want to. I'm not going to panic and think it's going to get lost and I can't get it out, which is what I originally thought before I ordered it. So I was like, no, I'm going to take the one with no string. And it's amazing. You just literally like lay an egg <laughs> yeah. when you want to. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's beautiful. But even just having that connection of like, okay, I want it to come out now. So I'm just going to connect like, with my yoni and then like gently just push it out and then there it is it's just like wow I still love that Mm, exactly (laughs) and if would you be able to share with us Joanna what are three main things that you did or still do that helped you to increase your like overall self-love like the relationship you have with yourself Mm, okay so mirror work has been a big one for me uh, to just do you know affirmations to myself in the mirror um, you know putting a hand over my heart and a hand over my womb and just looking at myself in the mirror and just speaking kind and loving words towards myself that's something that I do daily and it's something that has been really really helping me to find more love and compassion for myself um, and also allowing myself to say no to things when I feel that my energy level is down and instead allowing myself to rest and nurture myself and my body temple if that's what I feel I need in the moment um, that has also been a way for me to feel that I am showing up for myself and giving myself love and then letting go of relationship and situations that took more energy than it gave me that has been also really helping me to feel more love for myself I love all of those the first the first two like are one of my favorites as well two of my favorites mirror work and then creating boundaries and like actually saying no to others to protect your own energy exactly and often we don't view things like that as self-love but I feel that's actually a huge act of self-love when we learn to set healthy boundaries and when we learn to put ourselves first and honor our needs. Yeah, I I heard something a couple of weeks ago that's really stuck with me. And she said, 
um, when you talk about masculine and feminine and you've got integrity. So if, for example, when you was in your spring summer, you like booked an appointment or booked something like in a couple of weeks time and then it was coming up to this event and you're just not feeling it. The question I think the person was asking was, well, then what do you do? Because your integrity as a person, you know, showing up and doing the thing that you said you would. But then she said, well, no, you've got two different integrities. You've got integrity from the masculine energy, which is doing the things you said you should, like showing up no matter what, forcing yourself if you don't want to purely for integrity. But then you've got integrity, integrity of the feminine, which is actually what is best for you right now and how can you show up for yourself if you did the thing when you really wasn't feeling like it and that's like saying no to yourself and letting yourself down Mm, yeah I love that yeah that gave me permission almost to be like you know what yeah because integrity to me is you know a value of mine but actually integrity to whose cost like if I'm not showing up for something or someone Mm. if I explain to them why because I'm honoring myself then that person or someone will most likely understand and if they don't then it's obviously meant to be that we're not meant to be doing the thing together anyway exactly yeah yeah so I I, I really loved that yeah and what what's your favorite ritual Mm. to do well uh, I love rituals and I do a lot of different rituals and I don't know if I have a specific one that I, I love more than anything else but I just love turning all kinds of practices into small little rituals and ceremonies because I feel that it's adding that special spark and magic to it so for example mm-hmm. if I do a breast massage practice which is something that I teach a lot in my work I love to turn it into a ritual and really make a sacred space before with lit candles and incense and roses and some beautiful music. And then really do the practice in a very honoring way where I honor myself and my feminine essence and my body. So I do this kind of like small little body temple rituals like all the time. Um, and I also love to to be in nature and do ceremonies and rituals with working with the elements, with the fire, with water. So I just really love to add like that ritual piece into all things I do in my life almost. Yeah, that's gorgeous. And if anyone wants to see these photos, I, I follow Joanna and I've seen some gorgeous photos of her in the woods with her little girl and just all the things that you do like around a little fire and it's just absolutely beautiful. And I remember you sent me a picture one time you was by, because you live by the water. Well, you did live by the water. I don't know if you still do. I do, yeah. Yeah, and you sent me um, a video or a photo of you just lying by the water and I was just like, oh, that is just so peaceful. And the way you described your thoughts and feelings and what you decided to embody after almost like what that water like taught you that afternoon Mm, yes it was gorgeous so follow follow Joanna which leads me nicely on to like where can people find you Mm -hmm. Joanna yeah people can find me on Instagram um, and they can find me on my website johannalili.com and yeah, they can find me on Facebook as well. Um, Johanna Lily is the name of my Facebook page. 
Amazing. And what have you got on at the moment? So you mentioned erotic rose. Uh How how can people have a look at that? How can they enroll for that? Do you offer anything else alongside that? I'm going to offer a masterclass around some of what we are diving into in Erotic Rose. So if they are connected with you or if they connect with me uh, on Instagram, they will have all the information they need. And Erotic Rose is my one-on-one mentorship program that is going over three months. And I am actually at the moment taking new clients for this program. So if anyone is curious around learning more about this program you can head over to my website and read all about it yeah (laughs) i'm going to link it below as well so in the podcast notes i'm going to put all of joanna's links so you can check it out straight away there and one last question for you what's one thing you would advise women to do in order to start exploring this kind of work to build the relationship with themselves? Like I know you've given us so many tips and golden nuggets, but if you had to choose like one for them to start with, what would that be? Simple things like mirror work and simple things like just, just starting to come home to yourself and come home to your uh, your room space by placing your hands over your room, breathing into your room space. Uh, I love breast massage. Maybe just get a yoni egg and start to uh, explore that. Uh, and just listen to yourself, listen to your inner guidance system and your higher self, which will lead you to what's right for you. Uh, what a beautiful way to end this this episode thank you so much Joanna from my heart and soul I'm so excited to start working with you and then of course I'll share this with my audience as well but if you would like to check Joanna out check out the links below and we love you all me and Joanna and Joanna I'm sure I'll have you on again very soon yay thank you so much it's been lovely being here with you today thank you sister lots of love lots of love bye bye Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful that you're here. Please share this podcast with a friend. I want to get this message of self-love, body confidence and food freedom around the world. So please just take a moment to rate this podcast. It would mean the world to me and share it with a friend. Thank you. Lots of love.